Okay, today I want to focus on the period after I returned from um, Kosovo when I first started really badly suffering um, with my symptoms. Last week I brought you up to the point where the OC had found me um, as a drunken wreck after hitting absolute rock bottom. So I want to talk about what help I got, um, what I did that didn't help me, what I did that did help me, and a few things along those sort of lines. So that's what the basic um, thrust of today's episode will be about, what it was like um, when you finally admit that you need help and how things operated from there. So that'll be it for today. Just settling in and we'll get started. Okay, as I said, I said in the intro there, I'm going to talk about how things were after the OC discovered me. Well, I was at rock bottom. I wasn't in a good place. Um, I've talked about all the obvious sort of signs and symptoms. And I knew I needed help. So I was packed off to go see the doctor. Um, doctor had a chat with me. Um, told me I needed to go on some medication. I, of course, immediately refused because pills are weak and um, I, I wasn't that kind of person. So then they arranged for me to go um, to get in and speak to a community psychiatric nurse about what I've been going through. And that's what I did. Um, I was just limping through day to day, existing rather than doing anything else. Short tempered, irritable, um, drinking. Um, I was eating as well, but I was also hiding the eating. Didn't hide the drinking so much, but I, I hid the eating. So um, that was already my, my secret shame. And I just began to develop what um, the, the pattern went on. I went to the Canadian psychiatric nurse, nice fella. Um, he sat down and talked to me, wanted me to talk to him, but I wasn't ready to talk to anybody. I, I, I didn't even know in my own head what was going on. So all I did was engage with just a little bit of him to tell him what was going on and, you know, start the path to recovery. Or at least that's what I said I was doing. However, I sort of quickly became of the opinion rather than aware that this was not good for my career. Um, nobody said anything. It wasn't just the way it was. It could have all been in my head for all I know, um, but that's exactly what I decided I was basically told I'd asked to go home to Scotland. I wanted to be close to my family for family support, etc. Um, really, I just wanted to run away. If I ran away, it would all get better because every day I walked into the office, I seen the people looking at me and I imagined all the things that was going through their heads. No, it was probably. It was all in my head, but that's what I was imagining. So I needed to, that classic fight or flight, I chose flight in that, in that aspect. Um, so I asked to move. And quite rightly so, um, you don't get to move to another um, military unit unless you're actually fit to come to work. Um, so I was kind of told that, you know, I could move when I was fit. I'm sure they didn't realize what that would do to me. But it, um, what it did for me was basically say that, oh, if I need to move and I want to move and I need to escape, the only way I can do that is if I'm okay. So I immediately put my game face on and I started getting better overnight. I started going into the community psychiatric nurse and telling them whatever they wanted to hear, whatever I thought sounded the best. 
And are you sleeping? Yeah, well, you know, I'm not brilliant, but I'm getting better. Uh, and I, I would just paraphrase everything, put it in, in, you know, a positive spin on things. Things were getting better. And, and the really spooky thing is, the more I said it, the slightly better they did get. But all I was doing was nailing the more obvious aspects of my problem down into into the cellar where I was locking them away. Um, but achieved its aim. I went through my... Uh, my, my my psychiatric assessment. I got my posting to Edinburgh. I could go home to the my family, who actually didn't really know anything at all about what had been going on with me. I'd been very sketchy with them. Never really opened up. Just told them I had a bit of a rough time after getting back from Kosovo. Meanwhile, all this time, I'm still eating, eating and eating and eating. I, my sleep patterns are all over the all over the place. I. I, I I was on the outside, a um, fully functioning human being. On the inside, it, it was just a facade. I was just plodding through the days, trying to uh, just get from one day to the next. The emotions I remember feeling the most of that time were, were guilt, hatred for myself, and this overwhelming urge to be punished. I couldn't express it in those terms at that time. It's just how I've come to rationalise it now, looking back. I absolutely believed, and this will come through, that A, I was a failure, and B, that I needed to be punished. So, you know, my, my shenanigans with the case files that we talked about last week were just part of that example. And this trend, unfortunately, was going to follow me through my rest of my um, rest of my adult life, my military career, and my career afterwards in the health service. This constant desire to self-sabotage, so to punish um, every time that I felt that I was becoming successful, I would take the sticks out from underneath me so that I could be punished again. And that's what's going on. Now, that's all very negative. But the reality is, now when I'm sitting here today in front of this podcasting away to it, the benefits of it have been absolutely phenomenal for me. For now, I am the happiest human being I have ever been in my life. I'm utterly at peace with myself and I'm utterly content. I'm not cured of post-traumatic stress disorder. It's still there. It's still lurking in the background, ready to work its um, it, it, its, um, its ways on me if I ever let it again. But the positivity, the the understanding, the, uh, the sense of self-worth and achievement I have now got because I have finally been able to talk about this. I've finally been able to sit down and explain everything to my friends and my family that I finally took all of the skeletons that were out and all of the bad thought patterns and all of the bad things and bring them out. It's done wonderful things for me. Um, it allowed me to um, have the courage to say to my work that I didn't want to work for them anymore. And I went out on my own self-employed and still opened my own business. I probably could have done with a bit more business planning and a little less business opening, but you know what? Action speaks louder than words, and then sometimes you just have to get on and do it and just um, uh, just do it, to paraphrase Nike. Um, it, it's just one of those things. The, the level of peace I feel inside myself is it's just hard to explain. It's hard to, to, after all these years of hating myself, to wake up in the morning and look in the mirror is just phenomenal. As I'm sitting to you here today, um, for the first time in, I think, just trying to get the, the, the dates right in my head. I went to the to the the um, 
uh, the uh, top Telic on the Gulf War in 2005, um, Telic 5, I think it was 2005, something like that. Um, that was the last time I was under 100 kilos in weight until just a couple of weeks ago. Um, just this last six months, I finally put my eating back under control. And after years of binge eating, purging, binge eating, purging, um, uh, 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 mixing the two up, etc., thrashing myself silly in the gym, uh, in the gym when I was a, when I was a soldier, um, you know, but not when anybody could see me thrashing myself because I had to be seen to be fat and lazy. So, you know, if they seemed to be seen me in the gym thrashing myself, that didn't equate. But, you know, and then I stopped doing exercise when I left the army completely and, and just ballooned in size because the eating had continued. But the reality is now I, I've shed very nearly um, 20 kilos since I stopped binging and I now eat um, moderate amounts of tasty, healthy food and just enjoy eating. Um, I now am able to recognize when um, I'm full. I don't take that extra biscuit. Um, classic for me was McDonald's. My, my, my girlfriend at the moment, who will eventually become my, my wife, um, used to say to me, and she was always puzzled when we first went to McDonald's because she was like, how on earth did you do that? Because I would order a large Big Mac meal with you know the, the, the chips and the drink. And I would always order a second burger uh, and then have an ice cream afterwards or an apple pie or something. And she could never understand how I could eat all, my, all that food. To me, that was just normal. McDonald's wasn't enough to fill you. You had to have at least two burgers. And the reality of the situation was I would be having those two burgers and I would have probably had something else somewhere along the line as well. Now, this wasn't constant. It came and went, went at times, but that was the, the sort of basic pattern where Ram eating was concerned. Now I can go in and I, I, I eat a Big Mac and fries and I'm happy then. It's just the, the, the freedom it's got on itself is amazing. I don't look in the mirror anymore and hate myself. I look in the mirror and think, oh, oh it's you. I don't think any more than that. Um, you know, it's just that, that looking and feeling the guilt and the hate just isn't there anymore. I mean, you know, I'm by no means a slim fella yet, but I'm, I'm on the way and I'm happy about it. And it forms no part of dieting at all. It's just, you know, eating a normal, healthy amount of food and being able to understand it. Again, the changes to my my my, my self belief and my 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 um, opinion of self in this last year, when I finally unburdened everything that happened to me, um, to to my partner Patricia, and then later on to to my friends and family, it, it's the level of relief when you finally get it off your chest, when you realize and really deep in your heart realize that people aren't going to judge you any worse than you've already judged yourself. The worst possible things that anyone could even imagine saying to you, you've said 10 times worse to yourself in the dark of the night. Uh, and once you realize there is nothing to fear by talking and being open, that People will understand that they will support you. The, the, the freedom I got was just amazing. Um, I went to therapy. I started again. Um, and I just told the person everything. Things I had never mentioned to anybody in my life before that I'd kept locked away in my deepest, darkest cellars. 
just came burbling out and it just made such a difference. It began the path to the recovery. All I had done for the, you know, God, what was it, 18 years in between was sticking plaster. Every time I broke out of control, I put a sticking plaster on it. I never mentioned my eating to anyone ever apart from the very first time when I was when I was ill, ill directly after Kosovo. And no other time did I ever mention it. People just, you know, watch me getting fatter and fatter. And in the army, being fat is a sign that you are lazy, untrustworthy, that you're, you're a liability, you can't be trusted. All of these negative connotations come with being overweight. And this was perfect for me because it allowed me to continue to be both punished and punish myself all the time. You know, uh, even though I was so fervently career-minded and had such extremely high goals for myself, um, that's what I wanted. I had to have this punishment constantly going on. So I'd go through this cycle of punish myself, sabotage myself. I called it career aside. Then I would move to a new posting and I would be building everything up and, and all the rest of it. And I always had a reputation for knowing what I was supposed to do. I was I was pretty good at the technical side of things. I was pretty good at the at the, the people side of things. Uh, I just I decided that I'd be good at that, and I wouldn't be good at anything else. So I just paid no time, energy, or effort to it, and that allowed me to have great relationships with some bosses and absolutely horrific relationships with others. And that pattern just followed through. Um, the way I've beaten it now is I'm my own boss, so I'm I'm having a terrible relationship with myself as my boss at the moment because he won't let me get away with any of this nonsense that I used to pull in the past before. He is firmly in charge now, and that's the, that's the great thing about it. I would never have got to this level of self-awareness, this level of understanding of myself, if I hadn't ever got to that rock-bottom place where I was um, um, all those years ago. Now... I've talked about eating disorders and uh, a few other things. Um, I'm going to keep it fairly short this week, and I'm going to bring it to bring it to close here. Um, next week, I want to talk about the effect my friend's suicide had on me, and how that triggered my own um, suicidal tendencies, which I then kept hidden for a long, long time. Um, from my family, friends, my ex-wife, um, everybody, until eventually I admitted to it last year. Um, and that will be what next week's episode is all about. So um, short and sweet for today. Um, hope you've um, found some of this. I was very aware when I listened back to another, the uh, last couple that it was heading towards, you know, a bit of doom and gloom. And I don't, I don't want to mean like make light in any way, shape or form of what I've, what I've been through and what I've experienced. But humor is the bedrock of my of my daily existence and i'm actually glad for what i went through now and i can laugh and joke about it and i more importantly i can talk about it at the drop of a hat to people now it holds no control over me it holds no fear over me it, it doesn't have any stigma for me anymore i'm not worried about what it might do to my career or anything else i'm just me with everything i've been through and i'm completely at one and at peace with it so, everybody, have a great week. I'll be back to talk to you again next week. Cheerio, everyone.